Holy crap. And we're back. What's up, everybody? What's going on? It's been a long fucking week, man. Like, yes, it has. I've I've been so like not wanting to do anything. I just like all the uh, listen, this is all I did today. Um, I answered some email. I played a whole bunch of arena. I caught up on uh, Secret Invasion and Strange New Worlds. And then I watched six episodes of this show called A Crowded Room, which is about the dude who um, it's a it's a pseudo adaptation of this dude who um, got off for having multiple personalities. He's the guy that had 24 personalities. Okay. Uh, Billy Billy Gillen or something I think it was his name originally mm-hmm. like his actual name this has Tom Holland though uh, as as Danny whatever is they name him um, so it's kind of interesting to watch uh, like or it's kind of interesting to to see that happening uh, as as Tom Holland is not really like the kind of guy I would assume would be a um, guy that could play multiple personalities, but holy crap, does he do well? Um, is it as is good it, as uh, uh, what's his name from? Is as good as Fastbender in uh, in Split? Yes. yes. Yeah. Wow. I actually, that... I actually was like, holy crap. Like, this is, this is like Split, the creepiness of Split, right? Okay. With, like, the kind of artsy version uh, that was like, um, uh, the hell was that John Cusack movie where they were all the Split, the identities, Identity, it's just called Identity. Yeah. Okay. Um, I never because like <laughs> the first couple episodes, you're like, okay, so are these like really real people or are they figments of his imagination? Very similar to like in a beautiful mind, um, like the best friend who keeps showing up through the years, how he doesn't age, and okay. uh, and stuff like that. But he like, but um, but the main character keeps getting older and he keeps seeing the the same age dude. All over the okay. time, like because you know he's losing his shit. So this is actually kind of cool, and, and it's almost very like Crazy Jane from uh, Doom Patrol style too. Like there's like an underground, and there's all the personalities, and they all look differently. Except she doesn't like tur- the dude, like like he doesn't turn into them per se. Like, but you don't get to see like the him acting out as the other character until like episode five so okay but it's really good and they they changed the crime that he had done because like the the original guy i think like raped and killed a bunch of people on ohio state's campus in this version he like um tries to kill his stepdad in the middle of uh rockefeller center so oh wow okay sounds interesting it's very cool all right, everybody, welcome to the podcast. Sorry for the downer to start up, but, you know, whatever. Um, we do what we do. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, 
Uh, yeah. So we're going to talk about comics. We're going to talk about probably Secret Invasion just a little bit, though. Just a little, little tiny bit. Um, because it was another quick episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was just, very impactful. Like, yeah. I see where they're going with this. Um, so what the ne- the next episode is the last, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. All right. So other things to keep in mind so that we don't just go into that. So uh, remember this Saturday or this Saturday and Sunday, if you're in Dayton, Ohio, you can go out there and hang out with Todd at Gem City. Um, we'll have a booth there. It's mostly Silver Age. Uh, the DC foil variants are going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Um, we will not be there. <laughs> I will definitely not be. I will be in Butler at the Butler Toy Show for most of Saturday morning. Um, just Tony and I are going to be up there doing that. It's going to be a good time. Uh, and then I got to drive to Irwin. Holy crap, my tired to do uh, to do a, do a thing with my my ship, my Star Trek ship. So I'm going to be a busy guy all day long. Uh, how the fuck did that happen? All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, hold on. There we go. Now I can hear you again. Um, <laughs> um, the Don't forget about Steranko after that. Um, oh, no. Sorry. In between. Stranko and this weekend, Justin and I will be in uh, North Olmsted, Ohio for Neo Comic Con next weekend. Yep. Um, so it's going to be fun, um, especially since I'm going to be super tired from seeing Pantera on Friday. Um, but it's going to be a good time, I think. So uh, other than that, we don't really have anything else going on. Uh, we are doing some concert giveaway tickets at the mills so keep an eye out for those mm-hmm. um other than that mm. uh check out uh youtube channel uh what was it hunting for nostalgia oh yeah we, we get it's us the pittsburgh comic show are prominently featured in that episode uh so keep yeah, an thank- eye out for that folks yeah, thank you, Nick, for posting that earlier today. Yes. I saw that. That was yeah. a good time. So, all right. So, all right, two of your booked covers are kind of small, but we're just going to go in the order in which that it uh, it lets me. So, we're going to try something new while showing the, the, the covers. Depending on how they show up, we're just going to keep going. So, it may not go back and forth. It might be two <laughs> Justins. It might be three Justins. It might be one Justin, three Johnson, and then two Justins. I don't know. It's going to be a fun time, though. Um, <laughs> let's do it. All right. Boom. Okay, there we go. Uh, this is the last Ronin Lost Day special. Uh, this is a one shot. Um, this is not what you think of it, like the last Ronin series at all. Uh, it follows April with the new turtles. You don't see much of Casey in this. Uh, she goes out on a date, and then April and the turtles go on these various errands. Uh, and each errand leads them down to a 
various lowlifes and personalities of New York. Um, and there's a lot of like flashbacks of April remembering who these people were or who they're related to or whatnot and how they fit into the whole uh, Ninja Turtle lore. Um, it ba- it's basically ends with like this like this very happy-go-lucky ending. And it was really odd for the last Ronin series to be so positive with no tragedy intertwined. Um, but I'm not hating it. I like this that like even in a apocalyptic future, you know, where everybody's still kind of recovering in New York, there can be good moments and a little bit of humanity in it. Um, I don't want to give too many details because I feel like I'll ruin the book too much. So I, this will be, that'll be the end of my review. Kind of give you guys a little bit of, you know, mystery of if you're thinking about picking this up. Uh, I will give this though, on my review, uh, I will give this a scrambled egg, an English muffin with a glass of almond milk. Ooh, it's almond milk. Almond milk. Well, that's what I drink. I drink. Oh, but that's, you it's, know, it sounds like I don't know if it's because I read a Moon Knight book this week, but it sounded like you said almond milk. Almond. Like it's a, <laughs> instead, of, instead of almond. Almond milk, because <laughs> there's an L in there that you're like but, completely not even saying. It's amama, 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 almond milk. Sorry, but uh, yeah, this was like an average book. But you know, uh, like I said, with this whole last Ronin series, which I'm sure everybody enjoyed, this is a nice change of pace, and I don't think you'll hate it. You know, so. Cool. Yeah, you know, that's about where it'll go. All right. So let's see who gets the next book. Ah! <laughs> okay. Short and sweet for the first one. This one's going to be longer. Sure. Okay. Because here's Street Fighter 2, uh, Street, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Street Fighter number two. Um, Right off the bat, like this picks up where it left off at number one. Uh, Raph pretty much starts shit with Guile in the alley, uh, saying he paid off the ref. You know, um, they start kind of hustling a little bit. The other Street Fighters, like especially Chagui, she started like get them, and then you see like this little mechanical probe. And just electrocutes everybody in the alley. Um, and ag- again, we we uh we go to a panel where Stockman is arguing with Bison saying, quit trying to get the turtles involved in this. He's like, You do not want involved in this. This is a bad time. So they agreed to kind of take all the street fighters and like send them back to the hotel and take the turtle and him somewhere else so they'd stop the fighting um they finally uh 
get back to the tournament in uh, Vegas here. Uh, pretty much they're all angry at each other at this point. Uh, street fighters are called the turtles evil and villains. And, you know, refs call them a bunch of pussies. And it's, it's, I love this book. It is like, I laughed what, like reading this. I want this to be a cartoon series. Can we make this a cartoon series, please? I think this would, would be, be awesome. funny as shit. Yeah. Um, finally, they get to Ryu versus Leo. And this one is pretty good because uh, they're trying to heal each other out. Um, Ryu had the upper hand for most of this fight, except uh, when he's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, beat up your brother. And Leo actually loses his cool, beats the piss out of Ryu. Wow. And I'm like, wow. I was like, go Leo. So, <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Didn't expect that. <laughs> That's awesome. And then it goes next to Donnie versus Ken. Um, they, you know, they're kind of even. Uh, but at this point, the Turtles and the Street Fighters just kind of start like fighting outside of the ring and it kind of goes inside to the ring and it's just all hell breaking loose at this point. Um, awesome. That's when Bison goes and sends his little soldiers who look like weird version mixtures of foot with shredder, like shredder uh, accessories on them. It kind of, it was a kind of a weird combo That's of awesome. his lackeys. Um, they're basically just beating on a, like the lackeys. Um, but after their everything clears, uh, Raf and Chung Li are missing. Uh, they get taken by uh, Bison. And Baxter Stockman apparently has made some kind of psycho bomb. That's what he calls it. So I don't know where that goes. Uh, so the Turtles and the Street Fire crew are working together and uh, we'll find out what happens after that. Uh, yeah. This was give me a uh, thing of hash browns, uh, two links of sausage, two things of bacon and a full on Western omelet mm. uh, with a iced latte. Whoa. Gross. Why That's would you how have an iced latte at breakfast unless you're having like a breakfast sandwich? Gross. Eh. Gross. But it's Gross. it's like an iced latte with chocolate in it. So I'm cool with that. But okay. Okay. <laughs> but it, this is by far my favorite book of the week so far. I love this series. It's only two books in. And like I said, I want this to be an animated series. I think this could do well. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. So All right. <laughs> Next up on which book gets reviewed? We'll oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Um I promise I did not rig this at all. <laughs> all right. Uh this is again a book I was reading. Um, for those who don't know, I am a heavy metal guy. Um never so I saw this and I'm like, I have to read this. I mean, look at the cover. I know, right? You know, 
Um, basically, this is just like a giant parody comic of uh, not only his time with Merciful Fate, but his solo career. Um, you see like this messenger demon that like fucks with him, uh, even delivers him a letter. <laughs> and you all appreciate this. Um, it's from Gene Simmons. Basically telling King David, hey, your makeup's getting a little too close to my demon makeup. Yeah. Better watch it. <laughs> I mean, that that happened, though. Like, yeah. that legitimately happened. Yeah. Mm. That's funny. So I, I chuckled at that. Um, there's some interesting uh, guests in this book. Uh, there's a Metallica appearance. There's Dave Grohl. Um, and they're all very pro king diamond because he obviously is a very influential mm -hmm. uh man in metal uh even to this day um if you're a heavy metal music fan you'll love it uh my only issue with this comic is this was they used the cheapest of cheap material oh really yeah it the inside is like old school newspaper but the ink was coming off my hand into my hands. Oh, gross. And I'm like, ah, and the cover, like I'm very careful when I read the spine ticks are on this thing already. Just coming out of the dot out of the box was, Jeez. but you know what? I'm going to keep it anyway, because I have a bunch of like rock and roll. This is part of the rock and roll um, series. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you even get a preview of the next one, which I think is going to be Foo Fighters. Oh, so Foo Fighters will be the next in this series of rock and roll. Cool. Uh, I give this like, besides the actual material it's made out of, I'll give this a solid omelet with mushrooms. Uh, give me like four strips of bacon. And Ooh. uh what the drink. And they give it a solid chocolate milk. But it's all on a paper plate and in a paper cup, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Styrofoam cup, you know, whatever. Okay. okay. A Dixie cup. It's a Dixie, Dixie cup. cup. A, it's a it's Dixie. a Dixie cup of uh chocolate milk. <laughs> but it's if you read it online or something, I'm sure you'll get a kick out of it. Um, but if you're gonna collect it, like put it in your bag and board it right away so you don't yeah. ruin it um Fair but enough. it was it was a it was a solid read i laughed awesome parody you know cool you know so cool all right i guess which book will be my first book at this point <laughs> thank you justin for your all of your reviews Ooh, moon knight all right cool so uh this one is written by a friend of mine dave pepos um this is i think his first solo moon knight book um it's pretty cool like so it starts out you know he's still in that whole woes me i can't ever get to the point where conscious gonna leave me alone um so he goes and saves this kid named khalil um from the jackal gang who are these guys that uh worship anubis and like Moon Knight kills all of these dudes. Uh, 
the kid almost almost uh, comes out unscathed, and then you find out he actually is bleeding out. So he takes him to his other half, um, Hunter's Moon, to get looked at. Hunter's Moon's like, holy shit, I don't know if I can get him alive. He gets his heart beating again. He's like, he's in a coma. He's like, however, um, I don't know if his soul is in there. Moon Knight's, well, shit, now I got to go get his soul in the City of the Dead. <laughs> and so that that kind of leads you into it. So you get down there. And I have to say, though, the art in this book is absolutely phenomenal. Um, is it, is it, it the same uh, as the cover? Or the same artist who did the cover? Uh, or I don't this... think so. Hold on. I'm checking okay. on that. Uh, no, the cover art was Rochelle Rosenberg. Uh, the penciler is Marcelo Ferreira. Uh, and it's just, it's awesome. It's kind of got like a, almost like a high def version of like Sienkiewicz is kind of how I'll say the style is. Um, okay. So anyway, Moon Knight gets up to the gates and the guards, the gates are like, whoa, yo, 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 you're still alive. You can't, can't be coming down in this shit. Um, and then you get to see like the sands and like the, uh, Amit the Devourer, who eats all the people that are stuck in the sea, the Dead Sea. Um, eventually, he sees a, the Jackal Gang guy. So he he uh, runs down the Jackal Gang guy to see if the Jackal Gang guy can tell him why they're trying to hunt this kid. Um, he just says, you know, be very afraid of what goes on. The rest of the Jackal Gang show up. Only now they're actually empowered with the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Because uh, they, um, where is it? Oh yeah, because uh, they even men mention En Sabanur, who is Apocalypse when he was a real human. Mm -hmm. Um, so like they have a giant street fight. It's freaking awesome. There's um all kinds of uh, crazy shit from his brain that comes in and then all of a sudden uh, Scarlet Scarab is in here and Scarlet Scarab is now the protector of the dead city um, because she had died as well um, and then it just kind of leads up leads up to more uh, Jackal Gang in issue two uh, I'm super excited about it this book was very well written um very the art like i said the art is freaking awesome uh definitely check it out i'm giving it uh three eggs a sausage patty four strips of bacon <laughs> and a tall black coffee and a side of yogurt because mm. it was it was super it was very meaty um for number one to be that meaty like you don't get that a lot anymore. Now, is this the series that they say Moon Knight is going to die? I think so. Technically, he did to get into the City of the Dead. Okay. So, I don't know if it's actually dead or whatever. That was dead. just like hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was very well done. Um, now, they... is this outfit? The same as he is, or is he yeah. all white? He's all white, but it's that design. 
Okay. Because I like this black and the white because it kind of looks, it's a nice refreshing difference. Yeah, but I'm, I kind of like the classic all white. You know. well, not arguing, but sometimes yeah. this is like, this is not the worst no. costume. Design. No, definitely not. No, 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 no. Um, I, I still like it. Um, and if you like this book, check out Dave's other Marvel works. He did uh, Savage Avengers and fuck, the, vo- the, the newer volume or the older volume? Uh, the newer volume. Okay. So, all right. My next book is Void Rivals. So, um, last time we read this, we read it purely for Transformers. Um, I like the story in it. A lot of people didn't. I really like it. It's kind of got like a kind of like a saga vibe to me um in this issue you get a lot of the background from um the main dude's point of view like you know that he was out chasing a comet because he needs the ice in the comet so that his planet won't die because they need more water so he gets shot into space the rocket and he apparently gets knocked out and the computer can't wake him up and he misses and that's how he ends up wrecking um so uh, then you kind of hear, like, you, you understand that the two planets used to be one shared thing. And they think that this is something, some kind of God experience thing is telling this guy that they're probably going to be put back together. Um, so then him and the girl from the other planet put uh, strip their ships and build one ship to get out of there. Um, and they have the whole, like, I'm supposed to hate you. I'm supposed to kill you. Why would we do this? Blah, blah, blah. Um, They get out into space and they're both wearing their ROM-like helmets and uh, it gets tractor beamed in by a big bad space lizard guy. Um, I, I liked it. I think it's... I think the writing's solid, except I don't think that it's moving fast enough. It's a little on the slow end. Um... So for that, I'm going to give it two dippy eggs and a hash brown and a cup of orange juice. Well, so, it is Robert Kirkman. He does right. take his time. He does. Usually after the first like three or four issues, it picks up. Though. Yeah. So he's got some time to work it out. I think it'll be fine. The last book is Scrapper from Image Comics. Uh, Cliff Blenzinski and Alex DeCampi. I love Alex DeCampi's art. That's why I picked this book up. So this is um, about a dog who has, uh, you can see him on the left there. He's got like a weird collar thing attached to him. Um, And he can talk, talk, not just other dogs, but he can talk, talk. And he has super strength and all this other shit. Um, And he's kind of cleaning up the city and he's saving a girl from being sex trafficked. Um, and it's it's almost got like a Batman Beyond vibe because it's a little bit futury, right? Where like all these tech giants have taken over the slums, and um, like if you can't pay your rent, this giant robot shows up and is like, "Yo, yo, rent, get out!" And then if you like, so that happens to him. So Robocop, 
<laughs> Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see, you see his owners, right? And his owners are like, well, I guess we'll feed you as long as you keep the rats out of the restaurant. So, um, you know, his his own his owners like, oh, final notice, crap. So they go to feed him, and as they feed him, one of those robots crashes through the door, and is like, hey, you need to leave immediately. And then the oven dings, and it's like threat detected, and it's like. It's just a bread timer. And then the robot kills them. And the dog goes like full crate, like, like gets like all kinds of mutated and huge and like rips this robot apart. And the, the thing on his, the, the neck, the sort of collar thing, um, it, it activates. It says battle mode activated. Welcome to smite project Sybaris. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> so it's kind of got like, like I said, it's got like all these cool parts of all these different uh, books I like. So I'm excited for it. Um, it. Sounds like a little bit of mythos in there, too. Yeah, I like I'm giving this. Oh. Let's do two scrambled eggs with cheese. Uh, and mushrooms and hot sauce. Ooh. Breakfast potatoes, two strips of bacon, and an English muffin, and a glass of Earl Grey, hot. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> fancy! Oh, I like. I really like the art. That's that's really what's it driving lo- me on it this looks one. Very nice, like yeah. the cover. Looks Alex DeCampi does not does not disappoint ever. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much my my reads for this week. And, uh, you know, hope you enjoyed them. Hope you go pick up some of them and, you know. Definitely. It seemed to be a very good indie week this week. I was going to say, like, I didn't really have that many polls at all. Although I, there is honorable mention, uh, Blade, the new Blade came out this week. uh, Honorable mention, Superboy, Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Big Game, number one, by Mark Miller, which is the new Nemesis book. And, oh, Batman White Knight presents Generation Joker, number three. Yeah, I I stopped reading it after that first first issue. Uh, But uh, the new new Ronin came out this week as well. So those are my... To be... You mean the the new Frank Miller Ronin? Yes, Frank Miller Ronin. Yes. Be, be specific. Yes, I, I know, I know. Um, but the Blade one that I did like is someone took it already. Uh, and it ha- it's one of those monocolor covers where they, oh. they blend yeah. in. And it's Blade in black and red. And his cape blends into the background. And I'm like, awesome. that's beautiful. <laughs> I, I didn't want it. I want the... I want the Wolverine one, which is an insanely expensive variant, but you know, it's it's gone from the mills because I checked on it today because a customer was asking if we had it. And I'm like, well, I did see it. I was like, but that are was you talking, are you talking about the, the Frank Miller ones? Because he's doing like a bunch of covers. And the Wolverine no, no, one no, for that this though, is looks not like a Frank garbage. Miller. Okay. One. This is this is a blade. This is that um weird blending where they do two colors like they did the wolverine they did a rogue they did a couple of them that are really nice 
but they did Blade, and you see him in his like this is like full on Wesley Snipes Blade. <laughs> Hold on, I'm pulling it up to see if I can find. Yeah, it, it should be in there because I don't think it's a rare one, but. Uh, the John Tyler Christopher one. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, on. he's the one who does all those peppers. God damn it! This thing won't let me. <laughs> won't show me the whole thing, but I can. Maybe. Okay, hold on. You're talking about that one. Yes. All right. That's, let, that's let's beautiful. see if we can. You know what? Let's see if we can find you one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Available. I just last. love how the cape just melds met melds into the background, and the same thing with the the uh, the swords as well, because that's the blade that I remember. Waterfront has one. Ah. Uh, Ohio has one. Next nearest one, Robot Zero. I mean, <laughs> I think you have options. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could have Todd pick one back, pick up uh, one over at Superfly if you want. I'm good. So. I I gotta pay for the stuff that I got, so I'm good. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I I do appreciate those covers. Yeah. So. Cool. Uh. So. All right. So before we talk about um, uh, Secret Invasion, you're probably wondering why we called Which Side Are You On is the title of this episode. So I want to keep this very short because I don't really want... (laughs) There's no discussion to this. Just understand that we support the union guys, both the actors and the writers' guilds, because knowing what some of those residual checks are is stupidly terrible um and you know and it's it's just you know and the faster they get it fixed the faster we get back to all of our fun normal shit and so. also for whatever reason if you're a billionaire who happens to watch youtube and you <laughs> happen to catch us maybe not sound such of a douchebag i mean I saw what uh, what's his name Iger from Disney Plus said, and I'm like, dude, you uh, yeah, he makes like mouth shot. he makes like seven seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a day. Yes. So yeah, come on. And then he was complaining that they were asking too much while he was on a billionaire retreat. Yeah, and I'm like, maybe you should learn to not take such a big fat paycheck. Yeah. Well, like I said, maybe it's yeah. Don't don't sound like that. Just say we're working on this together. We Let's build a middle class together. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Instead of saying what you said, it's it sounds very, very bad. Right. The optics okay. are bad. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, they are. Okay. So uh yeah, that's enough said. Just you know, hopefully you guys work it out fast and we can get back to normal stuff because uh there's a lot of stuff that I don't want to see get canceled. I know mm-hmm. they've already announced a couple things. Um but uh, you know, I want I want cool things to keep coming. 
So even Especially if they do the slow down a little bit, that's fine. Whatever. Netflix so, is already right. If you I I mentioned oh, so, before we started uh, okay. the live action here He Man movie that we were all hoping to get. Come on, you knew it was going to be garbage anyway. Come on, no, it they couldn't probably... be worse than oh, Dolph Lundgren, dude. <laughs> Come on, it cannot be worse I than that. Love the Dolph Lundgren movie, but so. we love it because it's so awful. I want like a one. I want no, a love. I love one. it because there was a fucking badass Skeletor in it. That's <laughs> but so, I want one where it's we know who all the characters are, and it's a legitimately good product. Fair. Like I don't want my <sighs> memory of that going. Hey, here's ten year old me watching this. Oh, this is kind of cool, but I don't know who these guys are except He Man and Skeletor, and that's it. <laughs> right. No, Man in Arms, Tila and Evelyn were in there too. But they didn't come look on. Like them. They didn't eh, look like them. Was, whatever. Was... Anyway. So uh but um fuck I had something and now I lost it. Um but there is still stuff coming down the pike anyway, which is good. Um oh uh <laughs> Um, anyone want to take bets on how fast Flash is coming to HBO? Because <laughs> uh, that movie did less money than Green Lantern. And that's all I'm going to say that my oh. Green Lantern movie, oh. which you have to watch skipping the parallax parts to make it good, oh. it did better at the box office than the flash yeah well again um, we will preface to say it. we know why it did that again mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. optics and you and i both said the movie itself is not bad no it's not bad at all right and that's the shame of it is they even i think they tried to put their best foot forward with this one yeah and it's a shame that people like i said they could have had Ezra Miller, you know, maybe well op- optimal. I I don't know what they could have done. It's it's also a little bit of like the, hey, we know this universe is now no longer going to be the same. So yeah, yeah, who cares? And I get that too. So yeah. all right, all right, let's talk Secret Invasion for five ten minutes because because <laughs> we need to make this one quick because I need to do another Zoom call after this. Okay. So. Um, well, uh, let's see. Action packed. Yep. Um, it. I felt like they rushed this. This episode felt very fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was. Yeah. I watched it and I was starting to get into it. And before he, I knew it, it's, it's done. Over. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell? I'm like, That's why I, yeah. Because I was like, I feel like it's really fast. Yeah. Like it was just really. Um, short it um, felt rushed like they were they were just trying to pump it out or i i don't know what they were trying to do but i, I it's i just hope that the last episode here will be a tad longer and it impacts everything down the line hopefully uh, i'm just trying to see how long it actually is i want to say it was maybe 20 25 minutes it wasn't even 30, a half hour. 
37 minutes for this one. Last week was 36. Episode two, nope, sorry, three was 42. Two was 56. And one was 53. So I don't know how. How the heck did they do that? That that makes my head hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like they could have I understand it's it's a Disney Plus show and they they do the short snippets. They didn't want to make it this big long thing. Right. Um I felt like they could have did more with maybe one or two more episodes. Like maybe make this an eight parter and it probably mm-hmm. would have done better. Um mm. I I like the premise. The premise doesn't bother me. I like the super scroll thing. I, I'm cool with it. Um, I just don't know where they're going. I kind of have an idea where they this might go, uh, but I it depends if they changed up the the uh, the idea of what they're doing. Uh, again, I'll go back to Mister Iger going. Uh, we put out too much Disney stuff. Therefore, we're, you know, he was saying something about spoiling the fans or some bullcrap like that. And I I kind of got a little bit of a headache when he said that. I get headaches when people say stupid shit. I understand. And I, I, I feel like he said something ridiculously dumb. And I'm yeah. like, I was like, well, I think it's more along the line of, we want quality stuff. You literally have the source material in your backyard and you think you keep modifying it and it's going to work. And it hasn't for a couple of well, series, not I mean, everything. There are cool I, I parts. Think, I think the thing that, that did it was when they did Endgame, like a lot of people's contracts were up. So there was like, oh, we're just going to say goodbye to all these characters. And they built a lot of those guys very well. Like, you're not going to get another chance to do Iron Man 1, 2, and 3 again. Yeah. Or at least not Iron Man 1 and 2, because 3 could have been done again. Um, <laughs> or Captain America. You know, like, there's a lot of, you know, and as much as we wish they would redo Thor 2 and 3 and 4, you know, <laughs> and, you know it's it's a, it's a different thing to, to suck that stuff into that world, create that world. And then you need to expand it because you can't use the same guys over and over and over again. Yeah. But if I think they did it right, I think the pandemic just jumped like the pandemic hit at the opportune time for that break because it hit right before, right after Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. 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 So. Well, eh. then. To be fair, then that gave them more time to flush. Or right after Black out. Widow, or no Black Widow. No was... Black Widow came out during the pandemic. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that was already like in the works. But did that delay hurt Marvel, and did that delay hurt DC too? Because D- well, DC didn't really delay it; they just went straight for streaming with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um But man, I I think everything. The pandemic hurt a lot of things. I, I give that. Um, but it also gave you time to be like, 
you know what, guys, maybe we should do something like this and flush it out a little bit. You know, maybe they should have taken the time to actually read the comic books because I think half the time they don't read the source material <laughs> and they're just like, well, I remember this part from the book. So right. let's let base everything on that. And we'll make everything up as we go along. And then I, it, I mean, this this show didn't really do that, but it no, did no, not say, but it, Secret but invasion. like, but you couldn't really call it like it's not it's not the same as Secret Invasion, the book. It's it's partially, but it's also partially Kree Scrawl War, and it's also partially like a Tales of Suspense Nick Fury book. So, <laughs> like, you know, it, it, if you can do it and make it work, cool. But some stuff you're like, what the hell? But then, then that, then that's the issue of too many cooks in the kitchen, and you come up with garbage. So it's yeah. it's kind of that. If you do one or two at the same time, it's um my my go to for this was uh, the Anne Rice novels when they made Lestat that second movie. They slammed two books together. And oh, you mean when they slammed Lestat and Queen of the Dam? Lestat Damned and Queen of the Dam together, and they could have did a movie on each one, and it would have been fine. Right. But when you slam two together, it turned out to be a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah, but it had—I don't know. It, I thought it was all right, and it had a really good soundtrack. But if I wouldn't have read That's the books, good. I think if I wouldn't have read the books, I would have hated it. So yes, but I like. It. I, I mean. I again, it's one of those things of I like to read the books and then be like, okay, what can we, what can be done realistically in the real world and how right. we do it? But again, this is what that strike is hurting a little bit is a lot of it is, well, you weren't paying your CGI people enough for hours and hours of work that you wanted to push through. Uh, and this is kind of kind of catching up a little bit it's kind of you get you get the whole if you take your time the audience will be here we you did a 10 year long run that was hugely successful you could have did another 10 year run and made it equally as successful and I think they, they tried to speed it up a little bit too much. Now, Secret Invasion, I think will be fine. That's I see where they're going with it. I'm a big fan of the Nick Fury character in the MCU. Yeah. Um, and I want I do want to know who he called because there's two theories that I've heard over the internets. Oh, uh, there's uh, a bunch. But there, the two the, the two favorites that I've heard are okay. Maria Hill mm -hmm. coming back from the dead, which I think I called that. Yeah, I, I think, think that's it. where it's going to go. But yeah, or uh, Thunderbolt Ross, and we get Red Hulk, which I'm kind of secretly hoping for. I don't think that's going to happen, but I can see Thunderbolt Ross and the actual Thunderbolt show up. Yeah, like yeah, maybe that, that with Maria Hill intertwined in somewhere maybe she's leading like it'll be thunderbolt loss being the you know 
the new Nick Fury and then Maria Hill and then Thunderbolts. I kind of I kind of hope that the Thunderbolts are what take down the scrolls. Like I want that to happen. Um I'm kind of down with that. You know, like I really, I kind of want that to happen because I think that would be fucking sweet, and it'd be very, it'd be a little more like the the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. So and they they could take kind of the place of the Dark Avengers, you know. Yeah. Storyline. Which I mean, yeah. Which yeah. is basically what the Thunderbolts are: Dark Avengers, Thunderbolts intertwined throughout the comic books, and I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I have no mm-hmm. issue with that whatsoever. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping either way, although I would like to see Harrison Ford at the end also kind of be in, you know, his first MCU appearance in this. I'm I'm not going to argue on it. I think it'd be cool. I think that would just be cool to see him show up and then Fury be like, you're late or something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, 10 minutes to spare. <laughs> good deal. Short one for once. So go. thanks everybody for watching. Make sure you guys check us out. Like, share, and comment. Yes. Um everything uh, you do. Yep. And and if you guys want to yeah. get a hold of us, you know, we John's in all the socials. I'm on all the socials. Um Yep. You're, you're under what john angle john w angle uh it's like as you see it on the screen right now with um yes. with a w in the middle yes. actually let me make sure yeah our name does show up yeah 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 and you're you on can... like yeah yours all kinds of different shit all over the place yeah I'd, i'm sorry guys i used my gamer moniker uh it's doc oz 78 uh, that's my Twitter. It's my Instagram. That's my threads. Wait, wait. Uh, is it Doc Doc or D-O-C. Doc Doc? Like, D-O-C. like you're gonna dock with Oz? No, it's Doc. Oh, as doc? In, like doctor. Okay. You don't dock. It's okay. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys want to get a hold of us directly? Give us yeah. show us ideas, up. talking points, whatever. We'll yeah. gladly do that on a show once in a while. Yeah, hit us up. It'll be a good time. We uh, yep. we appreciate it. We want to hang out. We want to, you know, do all kinds of stuff. It's true. It's gonna be good. And then you know, don't don't forget to come up and hang out with us in uh, New Orleans, Olmstead, up by Cleveland in a couple of weeks. It's gonna be a blast. So, yep. all right, I bring lots of caffeine and. And, and cash so we're gonna have a lot of cool shit um i so i we've bought a bunch of collections and i am keeping the books with me to premiere at that so i don't have to scrounge I, around for shit folks i don't even know what it is John so i will i will tell you that <laughs> a majority of them are 20 to 30 dollars but nice. there are some some heavy hitter books, or not really heavy hitter books, but some decently heavy hitter books. And there's some pretty cool shit in that 20 to 30 range, including a first archangel, just so you know. There you go. Um, yeah. So, all right, guys. Oh, I got the hiccups now, so I'm going to go. Um, thanks. <laughs> Talk to everybody See next week. Have a good one. <laughs>